I was shy. I was more introverted than extroverted. But I also knew that I wanted to coach people. I wanted to mentor okay. people. I wanted to have these interactions. So the way I see it now is that my love for whatever I wanted to do trumped the fear. It was mm-hmm. love was stronger than the fear. And when mm-hmm. I say love and fear, that's how I look at life as well. We can always react from a place of love or fear. And when I say love, that's compassion, empathy, and anything that comes with that. Fear, again, is, of course, fear as we see it. But it's also everything negative that we associate with any action or person because it all comes from a place of fear. And for me, in the case, my love for whatever I was doing was stronger than the fear. And that's what allowed me to overcome it. Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, Night Shift Emergency Physician, Burnout Thriver, and Wellness Champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory, MD. See you there. There. Hello, 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 Fearless Freedom Tribe. This is another exciting episode of the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast. And today we have all the way from Canada, Constantine Muran. He's going to tell us all about himself and what he is up to. Take it away, Constantine. Well, first of all, thank you, Shermaine. Thank you to your listeners for tuning in. And it's a pleasure to be here and have this conversation with you. As you mentioned, I'm based in Canada right now. I've lived in Canada for the last uh, couple of decades. However, I was born in Eastern Europe, Romania, during the communist time. So, of course, as you can imagine, there was a defining moment in my life, despite me being a very young child for the majority of them. And long story short, we moved to Canada when I was 17. My parents wanted to give my brother and I a better chance at a better life. And we poured our time and souls into studying and chasing that American dream. But in doing so, at least for myself, I forgot what truly happiness was for me and joy. And I thought that getting the American dream, getting the dream job, the dream family, the dream personal life would bring me happiness. And it wasn't until later in life when I realized, wait a second, none of this stuff does until you actually start following your heart and doing the things that matter to you. And fear has been something that's been driving me most of my life, like fear of not being enough, fear of not having enough money, resources, time, whatever the case might be, fear of losing people in my life if I don't fit in with a, with a group or with a society or with friends. So that's where you find me today. It's in a place where I'm like, wow, I did all those things. So many beautiful lessons. But how can I take those, learn, and lead from a place of love and not one of fear? And that's what I'm working on right now, both in my professional life and my personal life. Wow. That is, that's pretty, pretty incredible, pretty insightful. A lot of us don't even come to that conclusion, really. <laughs> even after many, many years of living 
<laughs> so that's good. <laughs> so that's the that's like the win number one. You know, we are always very interested in the immigrant story, right? Because I mean, you you came from a place where you know you had to. There was there was a struggle for resources. There was a struggle for opportunity. Um, not because not because you know the people of Romania didn't want that, but it just wasn't available. And um, you know, and then you're leaving everything that you know to go to a place that is completely unknown. There had to be a lot of fear associated with that. How did you deal with that at at that age at seventeen? Well, I love that question because I look at it now in hindsight, not just my own fear, but the fear of my younger brother and also my parents who were there in their 40s making this move, leaving everyone behind. And I left all my friends, my high school sweetheart at the time, the family dog, like everything we left behind and we moved across the ocean and we we settled. And like most teenagers, I would imagine, I was fairly rebellious and be like, oh, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. So denial was the first way I was dealing with the fear. And then when reality sank in, was, okay, how can I make the most of this opportunity? And there were days when I would think the way, but there were also days when I'm like, what have we done? Why have my parents made this decision for me and I had no say in it? Right? So there was some resentment at the beginning, missing people, missing things essentially the way they were so it was a process like i would imagine it's for most people right it doesn't happen overnight but luckily for me the people we met in canada also from romania but also from other parts of the world made us feel like home and we were able to make a home out of it and that included going to school learning a new language because i forgot to mention this but I didn't yes know you have to learn a new, a new language English coming to canada right so that was a, a challenge in itself and then, of course, it's the fear of being judged. Now I'm speaking with an accent, and what would people think of me um, if I pronounce something wrong or I don't know a word, right? So there was all, like, we could talk about those fears, I would imagine, for hours, because there's so many facets where it shows up. And like you were mentioning earlier, we likely aren't even aware that the fears were there to begin with or leading our life. Wow, wow. Yeah, and, and I guess it's um it's uh, advantageous that you moved to English Canada because you know there's Montreal yes. and Quebec and, and <laughs> well, in, in a but way, perhaps that might have been easier to learn French than English because English is a really hard language to learn. At least um you know like uh, French, Italian, those languages have some kind of common thread that you can kind of look to like the how they place the verbs and you know how they use certain that, things exactly and you touched on a, an important point there because romanian as a language is a slavic language a latin-based language so similar in some regards to spanish french italian and yes it would have been a bit easier but also if you if we would have moved to quebec or montreal area we would have had a chance to learn both languages so they'll give it oh, that's true yeah that's true right because I look back and I'm like, oh, I wish I would have spent more time on French when I was doing my last couple of years of high school here and then university, but I didn't. So that means less opportunities because when it comes to my career, I'm in the tech world. I work for Microsoft, large organization. But if I know French or if I could speak French, there were so many opportunities that showed up in my life. And I'm like, well, I wish I would have learned that a while back. Oh, I see. 
because of there being opportunities to now, because you're like trilingual or maybe even more depending on how many languages you know, there are right. many opportunities that can show up in your life. Yeah, that's so interesting. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. And you know, they say that um, hindsight is twenty twenty vision, right? Because you've, you've lived through it. So you're like, oh man, I should have done this one. <laughs> I hear something. I love that you brought it up because one thing, again, later in life, I realized is that everything that happens in our life, we can put our hindsight glasses on and we have a 2020 perfect vision. But a lot of us, what we end up doing, and when I say a lot of us, I'm including myself there big time, is that those experiences that we kind of cringe at or make us sad or upset, we push them down. We don't want to look at them again and we bury them deep and hope that they never come up. And if you're anything like me, they will come up and they'll usually come up harder and harder until you deal with them or you push them down further and further. And again, they'll come up. And what I've realized is that everything that happened in our life, that this, I mean, it doesn't matter if you consider it good or bad or anything in between, is an opportunity to learn from. So if I can look back and I have 2020 vision, that means I can literally learn from everything that has happened in my life. And that's what I'm trying to do every day. There's more and more things that sometimes come up because I haven't dealt with them yet. And I'm just, okay, right. what can I learn from it? Like, there's a reason it comes up. What's the lesson that I'm missing? No, that's great. That's a great point. Um, because I think that's a good way to look at it because you're right. The ones that you don't deal with, they certainly return. <laughs> so so that's, that's a good, that's a good pearl. Uh, you know, look for those things that you've been like putting off because surely they will return again and they will be even more intense, perhaps. Yeah, yeah it's like one of those salesmen that keep coming door to door until you really polite and tell them to never bother you again. Yes. But likely they won't listen because they have an agenda. And I'm seeing mm -hmm. the, our thoughts and our emotions and things that we don't deal with are the same way because if, some, if everything is a lesson, and that's what I believe, and I also consider them to be gifts, and gifts that you can keep open, opening or you can keep them closed, they'll come back because you haven't dealt with it. There's a reason they keep coming back. So we can go all our life, keep pushing them away. Many people do, including myself with certain certain ones. But we can also say, you know what? Let's open all the gifts, no matter how shiny the object inside might or might not be. Love it. That is great. That is great. And then, so you, um, so you, you know, you had to deal with this big transition and, you know, you're, you're, you're acclimating to your teenager, you're acclimating to a new culture, your new language, a new country. <laughs> um, and then, you know, you go to university, you go, um, you start a career. Um, did you have some new fears that developed at that point? Like once you overcame that big obstacle, that adjustment, that major adjustment obstacle and the fear surrounding it, what happens now when you're now assimilated into the society and you're embarking on, you know, your career? That's a great question. And I mean, the, the simple answer is that I allow those fears to control most of my life, despite my academic success, for example, when I moved on to university, I allow the fear of for example, not speaking up because of feeling judged, to not allow me to speak up, to present in front of a small group of people even, or even my, just my professors, to not raise my hand in class and say, hey, I have a question. 
or even outside of class, stop a couple of people and say, hey, can you help me with this? So those fears started me back when I was young and they kept going with me because I never dealt with it because I never actually had the awareness that there's something I can change and that there's something I don't want in my life. And it wasn't until, I, in that example, it wasn't until maybe five, six years into my career, I realized, wait a second, I can use my voice to interact with others, to get what I, I, I want, like either have my voice heard or be accepted in a group or share my opinion. And that was through an entrepreneurial venture I did where I started playing online poker after my university and my first job. And I became really good at it and I was lucky as well. But then I, be, I started coaching people and mentoring people on the game virtually. And there were hundreds of people. And then eventually I got hired on as a content creator for the biggest uh, poker strategy website out there. And they gave me the opportunity to speak with people behind a screen like this, okay. minus a camera, because back then you use Skype, but right. you didn't do as much video. And that allowed me to come out of my shell and realize, wait a second, I actually enjoy talking to people. I actually enjoy getting to know someone, but also sharing my opinions. So now all of a sudden I had the awareness, the way the second that fear I had, see, I make any sense in my life. So how can I deal with it? But of course, again, inside this 2020, it wasn't necessarily how I thought back then, but Certain actions I took made it harder for the fear to still keep hold of me. Nice. There were other fears that stayed in my life for much longer. And I'm sure there's plenty right now that I'm still learning to overcome. No, that's fantastic. So it's funny because you actually like took action despite not recognizing the fear. Usually people recognize the fear, then they come up with the action plan, but you actually executed the action plan without even recognizing the actual fear, which is phenomenal. Well, yeah, I mean, I knew that I had a fear of public speaking, a fear of, um, let's say, even having a conversation like this. I was shy. I was more introverted than extroverted. But I also knew that I wanted to coach people. I wanted to mentor okay. people. I wanted to have these interactions. So the way I see it now is that my love for whatever I wanted to do trumped the fear. It was mm -hmm. love was stronger than the fear. And mm -hmm. when I say love and fear, that's how I look at life as well. We can always react from a place of love or fear. And when I say love, that's compassion, empathy, and anything that comes with that fear, again, is, of course, fear as we see it. But it's also everything negative that we associate with any action or person, because it all comes from a place of fear. And for me, in the case, my love for whatever I was doing was stronger than the fear. And that's what allowed me to overcome it. Nice. Nice. No, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. And so um, you you got this position doing the um, the design work for this game and then mentorship and all of those items. Is that what got you to the current position that you're in right now? Is that the springboard yes. to that? or Well, in a way. So what happened is out of university, I had uh, a job in computer programming. I have a mathematics background with a computer science component to it. So I got out of university. I got the first job I could find, which was a computer programmer. Not, not something I liked. Then when that business failed, it was a startup. It was okay. about a year and a half into my professional career. I realized, you know what? I want to try this poker thing because by then I was pretty good at it. And I started coaching people. So I did that for a number of years. But being your own boss, having your own business. And there was a lot of uncertainty. There's, there was still part gambling, what it was, even though you had control over it. 
and there were societal pressures to get a real job, to get a real career, mm-hmm. I decided, you know what, let's use my skills and get into a job I would like. And the first job I got right after through a good friend of mine was one where I was a project manager and consultant. So essentially something that I never really imagined myself doing when I got to university, because again, talking with people, that was not something I wanted to do. But because I had a chance to coach and mentor and, and interact with hundreds of people over those few years of uh, uh, my coaching career, it allowed me to now open my horizons and give me more opportunities. So I started with project management, consulting, and from there on, I moved into, I would say, full-time consulting, where it's essentially interacting with customers, partners, co-workers on a daily basis, having presentations in front of C-level executives, VPs, and whatnot, but also crowds of hundreds of people. And that's something that, again, if we go back to my schooling years... Yes, you would never I, have I done that. Not, like <laughs> Even having this conversation with you, even like 10 years ago, would have been tough. Fair, that's fair. <laughs> so I guess the biggest lesson I want to add before I, 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 I let you jump in there is that find what you love to do, what's in your heart, and then literally nothing can stand in your way. If you really put your mind to it, then no fear is big enough to keep you from doing whatever it is that you love. And I was lucky enough to find that fairly early in my life. Mm-hmm. When I say yes. fairly early, it was still, you know, adulthood. Yes. But early enough where it put me on a trajectory where we are here today, where we have a conversation and hope to inspire people and empower them on this beautiful journey that's life. Right. And get them to where they want to be. No, that's fantastic. That is fantastic. Hey, it's Dr. G. And I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. I'm so honored to have you here with me. Did you know that I can help you to get your own podcast started? With my podcasting launch course for professionals, I walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast. I'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show with five episodes ready to go. There's a done for you version that's also available. If you would just rather just do recordings and leave the behind the scenes work up to us, then that one is definitely for you. But either way, we've got your back here at Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. Oh, if you already have a show and you need production services, we have monthly plans available for you. So check out the links in the episode show notes for more information. Let's get back to the show. And then, so so tell us now. So we know that you are you are in the IT space. We know that. Um, what else are you up to? Yeah, so that's on the, my professional side. Mm-hmm. Um, but then last year I had a pretty big transformation myself. It was actually it started in early 2022 when I said, you know what, I've been doing all this professional growth and personal growth. I shifted from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. Love it. But something is missing. I still couldn't necessarily pinpoint my why, my purpose in life. I always had big questions around this. And it felt like something was missing. And I went on this mental health retreat for three weeks back in April of last year. And that essentially transformed me. 
to the point where I had a better understanding of the world or how it should be about myself, the universe, our place in the world. And I came refreshed and I was ready to, to make big changes. And of course, the reality was that no one else changed around me. I changed at least partially internally, but no one else did. Not my work, not my partner, not my family, no one. Okay. And when the realization kind of sank in, and I realized, wait a second, this is going to take a lot more work than I thought, is when for the first time in my life, I became depressed. And in that moment, okay. I didn't know, but it lasted like until beginning of this year. And what started to happen was that I would just simply feel miserable. I would be so disillusioned, allowing that fear that nothing can change, nothing is important, nothing I do matters to take hold of me. And that meant I withdrew from people, friends, coworkers, family, because I didn't want to burden them with my problems. I didn't think that my problems were important enough to bring up. And of course, because I felt miserable, I didn't want to interact with other people because there was also fear that ooh, if they see I'm miserable, they'll judge me or they'll think differently of me. Now, hindsight, we talked about this earlier. I'm so grateful for that experience happened in my life because in that time, there were so many amazing things that happened that I ignored in the moment, but also there were so many lessons. Like I said, with so many emotions and I was able to process them. I said to my mind, with my ego, things like mm. a process, of course, lots left, yes. but there were so many things that I could process. And it was in that time that I did quite a bit of work and uncovered at least to some degree, what I believe my purpose is or my mission or my why. And by doing that, it also allowed me to come up with ideas of how I can put that into my life, professional and otherwise. And that's when I started my own podcast or the idea of my own podcast, a place where I can inspire and empower people on this journey by having conversations with, with like-minded individuals. And, you know, that I had that idea, but it didn't happen until I took control and said, okay, I've let fear dictate all of this for me so far. It's time for me to take control of my destiny, so to speak. And yes. again, allow that love, the following your heart to come through. And once I did that, once I made that conscious decision, then everything changed. I started reaching out to people, friends, family, coworkers, started sharing what I was going through, good and bad, so the depression, but also my plans with a podcast and what I'm trying to do on a personal level. Mm -hmm. With every conversation I had, my confidence started growing and my belief in myself again. And yeah, that's that's where you'll find me today. Seven months later or so, I have the podcast launched. I've Congratulations, so by the way. <laughs> that's, not, so that's not a small feat. <laughs> yeah, yes, you would know really well. And thank you for that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I've spent so much time both in professional life and my podcast working 12 to 16 hour days, working quotations because it's truly, I did never believe this, but when you find something you love to do, oh, yes. you never work a day in your life. And it's yes. so true. And one thing I'll add before I'll pause, because I, I spoke a lot there, but not only did my podcast bring me joy in my life, but this change in perspective, again, leading from a place of love versus fear, allowed me to become a much better coworker as well or a much better employee, because now I have a much better understanding of human interactions. I come from a place of compassion, empathy. So let's say a, a coworker of mine, him and I have a meeting at 10 a.m. in the morning and he shows up 10 minutes late. In the past, I'll be, ah, oh, this person is 
not considering my time, the disrespectful, all the other negative or fear-based elements. And that could be true, but we, the reality is that we don't know. And in this example, he has a young family. He may have had to take the children to school and then he got caught in traffic. Yeah. Or maybe one of the kids was sick. The reality is that we don't know. And we start making assumptions and it's a choice. Do we want to continue making the assumptions and go from a place of fear or do we go from a place of love? And once I started approaching it from a place of love, and trust me, it's not perfect always. It's a work in progress, but it shifted everything for me. Nice. Nice. And so you got to tell people what the name of the podcast is so they can listen to it. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Dr. G. The name of the podcast is Unleash Thyself. The idea that you want to release or unleash the best version of yourself. And I, I look at it as something that I'm attempting to do and doing every day. I want today to show up as a better version of myself from yesterday and tomorrow as a better version of myself from today. And yes. that happens with small steps and it doesn't happen in a linear progression. It's almost like a staircase in a way, right? You'll, you'll have some flat lines. Sometimes you'll come down to go up and vice versa. And the podcast is all about inspiring and empowering individuals on this beautiful life journey. And that includes myself. Fantastic. Fantastic. And um, so you said that that was launched several months ago? It was launched about a month and a week ago. So May 17th. Oh, so very recently. Okay, very recent yes. launch. Okay. It took me, I wanted to make sure I had it all right before I started. So it took me about five months of really putting my head to it. I actually had about 30 episodes recorded before I even went live. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really took it very seriously. I, I did a lot of research. Okay. Thinking, I put a lot into it. And we have, I think, tomorrow is episode number 15 going live. So we nice. did two a week. Oh, right? Two a week. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Lots of inspiration. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Dr. G. When I started doing the podcast, I thought I was doing it for everyone else. I'm like, I want to be in service. I've learned a lot of things, but I want to bring beautiful souls to the conversations and have them share their wisdom. And I thought it was for everyone listening. Right. But, to be honest with you, about I don't know five episodes into the recording, I realized it was actually all for me. Ah, because nice. All the learnings, <laughs> everything I've gotten out of it. I, I had this aha moment. I'm like, if no one else listens to this, the amount of value I got was worth every second, every dollar, everything I put into this. Yeah. Because I'm learning so much and I'm connecting with so many beautiful souls that it doesn't matter what happens next. Everything else is kind of like the cherry on top of the cake. Yes, yeah. And let me tell you, like <laughs> the, the feedback I got from people, when they got to listen to the episodes, before we went live, I had a small group of people that would review and give me feedback, but even after has been phenomenal. It just makes my heart smile and, oh, yeah. you know, I'm smiling because I know that I'm getting value, which means that if I'm getting value, then anyone listening will get value as well. And same with your show. Yeah, yeah. Well, my show is a passion show, so it's like... Yeah, I, I I I do this basically for my benefit. To be, I'm just being honest. <laughs> right, and I think, and to be honest with you, I love that because I used to think that that's selfish, but then I start thinking and I realize, wait a second, it's not selfish at all. Because if we don't get better, how are we supposed to find joy in our life, find happiness, and then be able to give back to those around us? Because yeah. if I'm staying the same person I am, then I can't really give back too much. I want to no, be overflowing with lessons and love and everything so then others can take from it as well, whatever they yeah. want. 
Yeah, no, that's true. It's very true. And it's funny because the universe blesses you when you do this, <laughs> which it seems yeah. kind of odd. Like you're like, oh no, it should be odd we're focused. But honestly, when you improve on yourself, then you're able to do more, right? I mean, that's just the bottom line. So then you get you get even more of a blessing. So um it's it's pretty great. That yeah, is I so awesome. <laughs> so besides a podcast, are you doing any anything else or is this um that is your passion right now? Well, so I, I I do content creation. So I'm on LinkedIn. I post regularly under Constantine Bomorun. And I have Instagram for the podcast, nice. YouTube as well. So we do lots of shorts, lots of content. I'm in okay. the process of creating more content myself because on my podcast, I just interview people. Yeah. Really, it's not an interview. It's kind of what we're doing today. It's more of a mm-hmm. conversation and allowing wisdom to come through. But I'm I, I'm creating now content like this where I'm sharing my lessons and my take on life and okay. what I know. Not for, again from a place of trying to inspire and empower people and say, hey, this is what worked for me. Take what you want from it. If there's a tool in there that may work for you, try it out. See if it works. Great. If not, move on to the next. Right. Right. No, that's great. Yeah. Absolutely. And say the name of the podcast again. The podcast is Unleash Thyself. Perfect. 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 Thank you so much. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. You know, I have to like, uh, big up my fellow podcasters. <laughs> no, no, it's, 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 it's an amazing space. And you know, it's like, um, it's funny because I tell, I, I think I told a story in front of the audience heard before, but, um, just in case they, when pod, I, when iPods were out, or was that what they're called? With the little square things, what do they call iPods? Anyway, there were these little square things that came out and they had like a circle in the middle. I used to have that thing and I used to like listen to music on it and I used to listen to NPR on it. And I didn't even really realize that those were like, you know, the beginnings of podcasts, you know? And um, and then it's 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 kind of cool to see so many years later. I mean, this is like well over 20 years ago, you know, to see so many years later now, you know. I'm a part of the space and it's just kind of wild. So I always get a little tickle from that. And so, you know, yeah. anyone who comes into, and, and especially how you have done it is, is pretty, pretty genius. And it's a testament to the research that you did prior to even getting started because, you know, you came in are already fully loaded with 30 episodes. That's, that's very remarkable because a lot of times what happens is people you know, make the decision to make, to start a podcast. They have, an idea of what the content's going to be. They maybe make like five episodes. Um, then they release those five and then they maybe don't have a contingency for the remaining episodes. And then they do something called pod fading, which is mean, which means that they just like don't ever make any more. And then they kind of fade away into the space, which, you know, I hate to see that because obviously, you know, if you had the courage enough to put your voice out there, then, you know, it's, it, it's a reason for that. And so, you know, the, to see it kind of fade away is, is kind of sad. Um, but yeah, no, you clearly, clearly, uh, thought about what you're doing prior to very thoroughly. And, um, you know, your execution is, sounds like it's been pretty excellent. So yeah, kudos to you for that one. I got the G and I think it touched on such an important part that it, which is consistency in everything that we do in life. And when it comes to the podcasting, one of the things I discovered earlier on exactly what you just said, how 
no matter how much you tell yourself, oh, I don't care about the numbers, I don't care about the downloads, I don't care about the reach, it will creep up. And I knew myself, I knew that those fears, those limiting beliefs will come up. So I, I thought about, okay, how can I get in front of it? And I'll be honest with you, uh, four weeks in, when, I'm sorry, four weeks in, I had good numbers for a new podcast, especially because my social media presence was exactly zero when I started. <laughs> I had good numbers. That is remarkable then. <laughs> yeah, those are good numbers. But deep down, I let fear some days come up and be like, ah, why are you wasting all this time? Why are you doing this? So I had to remind myself, wait a second, what was it that moment you had a month ago or two months ago? This was for you to begin with. Everything else is a bonus. Don't worry about it. But by also having those extra episodes, it didn't give me a chance to be like, well, I didn't record one this week, so I'll just skip it. Right. I had them so I can just put them out. Because nice. I realized, I mean, I've personally struggled with my weight on and off all my life. And I know from experience that when you start letting those doubts come in and those fears, yes. and you say, ah, what's one day, what's one week, then that rolls into more and more. So I wanted to, I knew myself at least to some degree. So I said, you know what? I, I want to get in front of it. <laughs> that is fantastic. I feel I can de deal with the underlying fear, which is yeah. of course progress. Yeah. Yeah. Not, and that, that in and of itself is a fantastic pearl because, you know, it, it applies to, as you said, everything in life really. Right. Because I mean, your, your work, your relationships, like everything. So yes. yeah, that's just like a nice tangible example. The, the podcast. Fantastic. This has been such a great conversation. We are at that point in the show where we do our tradition. Are you ready? Ready for um, the yeah, tradition? Absolutely. Yes, okay, yes, yes. awesome. 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 All right, here it is. It is fill in the blanks. And the first one is, if I am fearless, I will. I will inspire, empower, and guide as many individuals as possible to follow their hearts, right? And discover their full potential. Because I strongly believe that all of us are amazing beings, unique beings, and we have so much potential that we sometimes don't get to realize because we don't believe in ourselves. Love it. Love it. The next one is to me, fearless freedom means. Hmm, that's a great one. Well, to me, fearless freedom means embracing the unknown with an open heart and maybe an unshakable faith in myself. Because I know that if I want something, if I truly want it, if I follow my heart, live from a place of love, it's going to happen. Awesome. 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 And last but not least, my battle cry is. My battle cry. Yeah. I had to think about this one for a second, but it's, it has to keep going back. I mean, you may see the sign up top there, follow your heart, learn, grow, love, and unleash the best version of yourself, but don't do it alone. There are so many beautiful souls around you that not only can help you, but you can help them on this same beautiful mission. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking time out to spend with us here at the Fearless Freedom Tribe, Constantine. You know, we really appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing your story and sharing your fears and how you overcame them and all of the pearls that you shared during the broadcast. We really appreciate all of that. And you were looking forward to great things from the podcast. Tell us the name one more time. Yeah, the name is Unleash Thyself. UnleashThyself.com is where you can find it all podcasting platforms at Unleash Thyself on YouTube. And you can find me on LinkedIn, like I mentioned earlier. Come chat with me. I would love to talk to anyone that reaches out. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I hope that you have an incredible rest of evening.
Thank you, Anil. Rest of your day. Thank you, Dr. G, again.